Hello, baby Moshe. Today we want to talk about children's meals. Um, I want to make this quotation: "Open wide your mouth, and I shall fill it with good things." Uh, what I'm discussing here is quality and quantity versus taste. Uh, sometimes we think about quality and quantity and forget that children also have taste. So how do you balance all these? Later on, we'll be able to show some videos of how you can prepare meals for children so that you are mindful of quality, quantity, and taste. Because from your own experience, you know that all go together. You can't have quantity without taste and enjoy it. And when you enjoy a lot of quality and very tasteful food, you may not get a lot of quality from it. I grew up in a big family with four siblings younger than me. So I learned to take care of children early in life. Yeah, then my nephews and nieces followed immediately after. There isn't much difference between my family and my nephews and, uh, and nieces. Uh, after some time, I moved to live with my sister who had a big family. And I got involved in feeding her babies early in my life. Our routine was feeding children on time. And many times the main meals would not be ready at the time the children were supposed to be fed. So most of the time would be mashing whatever was ready for the baby and pouring in whatever soup or sauce that was ready. And sometimes it would not be that tasty. It may be quality, it may be quantity, but many times it was not tasty. So you would end up pushing it under their throat. It finished you. You know, some of them would keep the food in the mouth and you wait until they pushed it down and you push another spoon. So for some, eating was war because most of the food was not tested. Even when you tested it, it wasn't good. But we had to keep time and we had to keep them fed. So we fed them. In other families, you know, you find their potatoes mashed with soup every day, every meal is the same thing, maybe with milk here and there. In some families, it's maize porridge with milk, morning, evening, you keep warming it and giving it to them. Same thing in other families, it's milk with raw egg, morning and evening, you know. Can you imagine yourself eating the same thing over and over again at regular times? Sometimes you're not even hungry or there's no appetite because you know what to expect. It's not different. And the thing that I noticed about it is that my sister had six children, but we gave each one of those children the same diet. We never cared whether these children were different. It wasn't my fault. I was only obeying the, the, what, what my sister prescribed. But it didn't matter that these children were different. So we gave them what we gave everybody else. I remember it was the same meals for all the children, at least the ones that I helped look after. Because we had an established menu, we kept to it for each child. 
and some children that you think have a poor appetite may not be may be telling you that what you give us is not what we like it's not as tasteful as we want it to be because even children of the same parents same environment don't like the same food so when you you think your child has a poor appetite it may be that you are feeding them what they don't want to eat I discovered this with my last born. She didn't like milk. And this is how I discovered it. That as long as it was in the bottle, she would take it. But when you put it in the cup, she would not take it. And I realized that what she didn't like was the smell. You know, hot milk, as you, know, as you bring it near your mouth, it smells. And she didn't like it. But in the bottle, she could bear it. So for a long time, she was on the bottle so that would keep on milk. But when she grew old and she could not use the bottle, she would not take hot milk. Even now, she doesn't take hot milk. She takes only cold milk, and that is not very often. She, she doesn't like milk. But supposing I had forced her to take milk in the cup as... Uh, as she grew older, she would not have taken milk. And that... I, I never... Info I never force her to take milk. Now she's grown up, of course, I can't uh, force her. But everybody takes it for granted that every child must take milk. But maybe she could have taken something else other than milk. So you need to find out why your child is not eating. It may not be that they don't like eating. But probably you are giving them something that they don't like eating. Discovery. Take time to discover it. As you mix what they like. You know what you do if they like something that is not very qualitative you can mix it with what you think um is uh is necessary so that they can eat it as a mixture instead of bring it wholesale because so that they can have a balanced diet as as much as possible i would caution you on this as much as possible eat together with your children this means that you you may have to have early dinners so that everybody is included in in the meal because eating is not only a physical activity it's a social activity you don't want your children to to be outside this social activity so eat together to ensure that what you have prepared you all eat the same quality of food you eat at the same time you eat what all of you uh what is being prepared for all of you I have seen child mind as giving half-cooked sauce to babies so that they keep time because they know their bosses say the child must eat at six and the sauce is not ready. So they just get whatever has boiled a bit, put it in their mashed potatoes and give it to them. And the children don't like it. Sometimes they even forget the salt or put it there raw because they have to keep time. So to avoid all this, make sure that you all eat at the same time so that you eat uh, quality food together and eating together introduces some learning you know it's an opportunity for the child to learn some disciplines that are necessary for 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 the child as they grow up uh so they they imitate you they imitate their siblings they meet imitate their the visitors they can even try out foods that they cannot try out alone because they see other people eating this food, so they also learn to eat this food. So as much as you can, make sure that you keep, you eat together, especially the evening meal. The middle, the, 
during the day it may be difficult because of work and other things to eat together but if you can keep the evening meal and you eat it together with your children you can eat and then go out if you have other activities but make sure that meal is important and you eat it together so that you can see what your child is eating and they can also uh, learn from you what can be eaten and what can't be eaten because i know some children learn to eat things because they see us eating them they try out new foods because we they see us enjoying them and family and that eating time is also the time when you tell stories about your family about things you've done at work or what you haven't done you know it's a sharing time and children you know you may think they don't understand but they pick they start to understand your culture your beliefs your faith as you interact with them as a family at the table many times of the stories that i remember we are told at uh, when we are eating sometimes the elders do not even think that we are listening but we listened and they made a difference in our lives and now we remember them it's the way we pass on our culture it's the way we pass on our faith it's the way we pass on our values when we sit together and talk to our children and what best time is there other than when you are sharing a meal the children also get to know what you do some children don't know what their fathers do their mothers do when they leave them in the morning and come back late in the evening and they say they are tired they don't know what you go through how you earn your living but as you sit at table and talk about your day the children get to know and understand what you go through so eating is not only quality it's not only quantity it's not only test but it's also social a social platform for you to let your children into your life and pass on the values that you have as an adult god bless you so much thank you so much for listening to the baby moshe ug podcast as always if you'd like to get in touch with us you can find us on social media our handles are baby moshe ug or give us a call or send a text message to plus two five six seven seven eight nine six five hundred three or send us an email at babymoshe zero five at gmail dot com. Thank you.